Shalom Abrachirab Tayyivamas Daf Lamed Hey, we're finishing the third parak and beginning the fourth parak. Today's Daf talks about waiting three months before remarrying, as well as halachas of a Bas Koyen remarrying. And then in the new parak, we discuss a case where Chalitza was done, and it turns out that during the Chalitza, she was in fact pregnant. What happens if that child ends up being a miscarriage? We begin with Shmuel telling us that every woman needs to wait three months before remarrying, except for a case of a Giyores or a freed slave who is a Kitano. However, even a Kitano who is Jewish must wait three months before remarrying. The Gemara says, what's Shmuel telling us that this Kitano has to wait three months? This is a Kitano who did Miun, a Durabonon Kedushin? Shmuel himself told us that then it would not be necessary to wait three months. And what happens if this katana was given a get? Shmuel said, This halacha already in Ksubis, Tafkuf, that if this, this katana did miyun, she does not need to wait three months. If she was given a get, then she does need to wait three months. What's Shmuel telling us in this case? The Gemara answers that this is where Shmuel is telling us that if the katana was Mizana, the Rabbanon are goyzer on her, that she has to wait three months as a gezera mishum a gedoyla. They didn't make, make this gezera on a gyoiris katana, because that's not as common. The Gemara asks, wait, are we going to make a gezera of a katana mishum gedoyla? The Mishnah tells us, we had two dafago that if a katana is of age where she is not able to be impregnated, she can immediately go back to her husband. Rav Gidal answers, B'Shem Rav, that that was a special case when the Katana was able to immediately remarry because that was a an uncommon case where the wives were swapped. But otherwise, we are going to Katana Atuwa The Gemara says, you're telling me that that was an uncommon case, so... When the wives got swapped, that's where... That sounds like it really happened. If they really happened, then it's a stronger case. There's more significance to it. Did this actually happen? It says that no, it didn't really happen. It was as if it was a Hirayashah, since it's an uncommon case. But no, swapping wives is a very uncommon occurrence. That's not what happened in the times of the Chachamim. The Gemara learns an alternative version of this conversation where Shmuel tells us that every woman needs to wait three months before remarrying, except for a Giyaris and a freed woman who is a Gedoyla, but a Katana Bas Yisrael does not need to wait three months. The Gemara says, what case is Shmuel talking about? Was it that she did Miun? She freed herself from marriage as a Katana? Shmuel already told us that. If you're trying to tell me get, that this Katana was given a get, Shmuel paskins that a Tano who gets a get does need to wait three months. We learned that Shmuel t- tells us that if she does miyun, she does not need to wait three months. But if she receives a get, she does need to wait three months. Elamai, Shmuel's mechadoshos here, that it's a case of znus. And we are goyzer on this katana. Uh, rather... Then what we said before, that it's a gzera, a katana, otu gudela, we say that since znus by a katana is not common, she does not need to wait three months. The Gemara says, if it's true that by cases which are uncommon, we are not gzera, then how come by a gyoiris and a freed woman, 
where it is common to have snus, why would we not be geyser there and make them wait three months? The Gemara answers, this is like Shita Shabiyoisi, who taught in a Brisa that a geyris, a captured woman, or a shifcha that's freed, they need to wait three months according to Rabbi Yehuda. But Rabbi Yoisi disagrees. Rabbi Yoisi holds that they can marry immediately. Rabbah explains Rabbi Yoisi's shita, and he says that Rabbi Yoisi holds that if a woman is mezana, she uses contraception to make sure that she will not become pregnant. So Rabbi responded to Rabbah, that makes sense for a giyaris, who knows that she's going to be megayar. She does not want to become pregnant with non-Jewish Zerab before she's going to get married with Zerah Kedusha. And in the case where a woman is captured or she's a shifcha and she knows that she's going to be freed, also they're going to watch over themselves and make sure not to become pregnant. But in the case of a slave that gets a tooth knocked out and immediately, bam, suddenly she's free, she was not watching over her pregnancy status. Why would she not need to wait three months? She may very well be pregnant. Maybe Yabiyasi would Taka agree that in this case she would have to wait three months. The Mishnah tells us that Yabiyasi disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda and would allow a woman who was raped or seduced to, to remarry immediately. She does not need to wait three months. You see, Yabiyasi holds even in a sudden case of pregnancy or sudden case of freedom where they, didn't, they were not careful to not become pregnant, this woman does not need to wait three months. What's pshat? So Abai answers that if a woman is mezana, she will clean out any zera to make sure that she will not become pregnant. If Yehuda, however, is concerned that maybe she did not do a good job cleaning out all the zera, and she will become pregnant. Now, in the last part of our mission, we said that if the kalas that were swept were swapped were koyhanos, bas koyhan, they're possible from eating truma. But this nus is not going to ask them to their husbands. The Gemara says, we could be medayik, that this is only f- regarding a Baskoyen, but not a Yisraelis. We're talking about a case where they're married to Kaihanim, and now they can no longer eat Shuma. But if they were married to Yisraelim, they, w- they would. Right? If, they, if they got divorced, they could go back to their father's house and go back to eating Shuma. Ayrav Amram taught us, from Rav Sheshas, and we brought a riot from a Mishnah, that if a woman is married to a Yisrael, and she is raped, even though she can go back to her husband, she is possible kahuna, and if she's a Bas Koyen, she cannot eat Shruma if she goes back to her father's house. Rava answers that what our Mishnah is talking about is where they are a Bas Koyen married to a Yisrael, if the Yisrael, her husband, dies without children. She doesn't go back to her father's house because this Znus will passel her from going back into the base Kahuna. Hadrin Aloch Arbo Achin, which began talking about four brothers, where two of them were married to two sisters, and the brothers died. The other ones to Chalitza, but Ibum. And we begin the fourth parak. Parak If Here the Mishnah tells us that if someone does Chalitza to his Yevimtoi, the, the woman who, his, his brother's wife, his brother didn't have any children, and then after doing this Chalitza, it turns out that she was pregnant, and she gives birth. Now, if this kid survives, and he's born, and you could tell that he's not a Nafal, 
not necessarily that he was a stillborn. This brother who did chalitza is mutter to her kravim, and she's mutter to his kravim because that chalitza was not a chalitza. Turns out she was not chayiv in yibum and chalitza. She was. This child is mekayim, the name of his brother. However, if this child is not kayama, then he's usher on her kravim, and she's usher on his kravim because she is his, now his chalitza lemafreya. Turns out that that chalitza was good. If someone does yibum on his yibum, on his yivama, and then it turns out she had been pregnant, if that child is mekuyam, he has to divorce her, and he's chayav a carbon. However, if this child is not kayama, they can stay married because they just did yibum. Now they're husband and wife. Limafreya. If a child is born seven months into their marriage, and we don't know whether this child is from this marriage and was born seven months, or was born from the previous husband, and it's actually a nine-month-old baby, the Yavama, the Yavama must divorce his Yavama, Misafik. However, the Vlad is kosher because Manavshach, if it's a nine-month-old baby, then he was born from a healthy marriage. And if this is only a seventh-month-old baby, that means that the first brother did not have any children, in which case this husband and wife were married through Yibum. However, they are Chayev and Oshem Toloi. Now the Gemara asks, if someone does chalitza on a pregnant woman and then that child miscarried. Rabbi Yechanan says that that was a good chalitza, even though she was pregnant at the time, there still were, were not any children born to that brother, in which case, no further chalitza is necessary. But Rish Lakish says, that was not a chalitza at all, since she was pregnant at the time, and therefore, another chalitza must be done. What's the machlaikas? So the, the two options of what they're arguing, either in Svara or in a Pasuk. Misvara Rabbi Yechanan will tell you that it was a good Chalitza because if Eliyahu came and told us at the time of the Chalitza, by the way, this child's not going to make it, then yeah, you'd be high of a full Chalitza right now because you have to be Mekayim, the name of the brother. So so to now. It's, now it's Megale Milsa Lemafreya. It turns out that we actually need needed to have been doing chalitza at that time. But Shlaker says that we don't say that tigli milsa lima You could also say that they're arguing in a pasuk because Rabbi Yechonan says the pasuk says uven ein loy. As long as his brother did not have any children, you have to do chalitza. There's a chiv chalitza. But Shlaker says no. Look at the pasuk. It says uven ein loy. Read it as ein bimayin. Look at this woman right now. Does she, did she have kids from this brother or not? Well, she's pregnant. Therefore, at this moment, there is no chiyav yibam and chalitza. If this baby miscarries, then you'll have to do chalitza again. Rabbi Yechanan asks Reish Lakish, you're telling me that the first chalitza is not good. You have to do chalitza again. We learned that if the child does not survive, he's also on her relatives and she's also on his relatives. And she's puzzled from Kuhuna. Now, according to me, that first chalitza I hold was a good chalitza. So therefore, she's going to be puzzled as his chalitza. But according to you, that it's not a chalitza at all. Why is there any psal? Why is she puzzled from kuhuna? She's not a chalitza. And Rish Lakish says, no, it's a chumra midr abonan in a chanami. She's not a chalitza. But we're machmer to disallow her. 
Others say that Rish Lakish asks Rabbi Yochanan that if the we, we learned that if the child does not survive, he's also on her relatives and she's also on his relatives and she's possible from Kuna. Now, according to me, says Rish Lakish, I say that the first chalitza done on a pregnant woman is not a chalitza at all, and that's why. The Mishnah specifically told us that she's parcel from Kahuna Lechumra. It doesn't just say that she doesn't need Chalitza. It added on the Psula from Kahuna to tell me that even though it's not a Chalitza, it's still also be Kahuna. But according to you, of course she's also for Kahuna. She just did Chalitza. I should have just said that she's also on the brothers. Shabbat answers, you're right. It's just that since we said in the Reisha Psula, we use that Lashon in the Sefer also. Apostle. Next, Rabbi Yochanan asks Rish Lakish. We learned that if the child does not survive, then this couple can stay together because they, they had done Yibum. Now, according to me, says Rish Lakish, I hold that when they, did, that when they do Chalitza or Yibum, it's a good Chalitza, it's a good Yibum, even when she's pregnant. That's why the Mishnah had to tell us that they could stay married. But according to you, that the Chalitza and Yibum is nothing, the Mishnah should have said, you guys have to go and do Yibum again. You now have a Chiyim Yibum now that the child didn't survive. Rish Lakish answers that when the Mishnah said Yekayim, that they could stay together, it doesn't mean that they don't have to do anything to stay together. It means that they have to go ahead and do Yibum again and, and then stay together. Because just staying together, Taka, would not be good enough. Some people learn that, that this differently, that Rish Lakish was asking on, on Rabbi Yochanan, that when the Mishnah says that if the child doesn't survive, these two people who had done Yibam pregnant can remain married. Now, according to me, says Vesh Lakish, the Chalitza is nothing. And Yibam with, with the Milberes is nothing. That's why the Mishnah had to specifically tell me, Yekayim, they can stay together as long as they do, meaning they can stay together as long as they do Yibam again. But according to Rabbi Yechonon, they already did a full-fledged kosher Yibam. It should have said, if they want a divorce, they need to get. If they want to stay together, they can stay together. Rabbi Yechanan says, Hey, you're right. But since we said in the Reisha, the Lashon of Yoitzi, that they would have to get divorced, they would have to separate if the child survives. In the Seifa, we said, Yekayim, that they could stay together. But you're right. If they wanted to separate, they would need a divorce. They did a full-fledged Yibam. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.